When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. We're here for Chemist Warehouse. Heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Give us a text 0457 736 736. Let's talk about the top eight finals race. And Tom said a really funny joke in the break. He said something yeah, along what the was it? To, yeah, let all the listeners know, mate. Roosters rising? Roosters rising into the top eight? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's one of your best, Tommy. Thank you. Uh, top eight finals race. There are still 12 teams in contention to play finals footy this season. Which team do you think, Smithy, is on the slide and which team do you think is on the way up? Well, I, I had the Sharkies. I had the Sharkies on the slide. Now, um, they get to take on the Titans at home. I, was, I, was, I thought they were going to get beaten on the weekend. I, t- I actually tipped the Rabbitohs, but they turned in a strong performance. I don't know whether it was... Yeah, it was one of those games where you just go, well, was it, was it the Sharks that were too good or were the Rabbitohs just not... They didn't play well. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I'm not and I'm not an anti sharks person here, um, but I just didn't feel like the Rabbitohs played well on the weekend. Yeah, um, which you know made made the job a little bit easier for the Sharkies. But at the end of the day, you still got to go over there and win footy games, don't you? So um, it it was good for them to get that win. Um, they needed that win because uh, they they were quickly on the decline, and they probably would have been out of the eight if they if they were beaten. But a, but just from the weekend. Uh, Kempi, I'd say I'd say the rabbits, mate. Mm. I would say the rabbits. Now, the, the the positive for them looking forward is so they they take on the dragons this weekend. It's their home game, but they're going to Cairns, um, so they've been on the road a little bit, and maybe maybe that played a little bit a part of of you know them underperforming on the weekend um, is that they've been on the road a lot. Eh? They they played in Sunshine Coast and they played um, where where they played Country New South Wales somewhere was it was it Dubbo. Tamworth. Tamworth. Tamworth, sorry. They played in Tamworth. Then they went to Perth, and now they're on the road again. They're up in Cairns. Um, but the positive for them is they're playing against the Dragons, who, you know, they're struggling. We all know that. They've they've struggled this year. They're a much better footy side than the Dragons. They then take on the Knights, though, who are up and about. They could possibly... The Knights could possibly go into that game at a fortnight's time, having won six straight. And they're playing against the Knights in Newcastle, which, you know, they are hard to beat. But they get a bye, all right? So, as we know, this has been annoying me all year, These this ladder and, you know, how for buys they give two points, so you've got to adjust the ladder and all that sort of stuff. So you can you can actually give the Rabbitohs two points right now mm. because they're going to get it in three weeks' time. So, essentially, they're, they're sitting currently on 28 points with three games remaining. And that last game, of course, is... Um, well, it's the Derby. It's against the Roosters. Um, but that's the team for me, Kempe, right now, is that they they need to get going. Yeah. They've had their main man, Latrell Mitchell, out for a long, long period of time. Um, they they need to find their, their groove right now. As I said, they've got a bye in the next month. So they've only got three games to get themselves up and ready to be playing their best football come finals time. 
Yeah, I, I would have sworn that the Rabbitohs would have made a late charge. Absolutely. I, look, if you had said to me two weeks ago they'll win every game for the rest of the season, I would have said that's not crazy. That's not crazy yeah. to think. You know, yep. Tigers, Sharkies, Dragons, mm-hmm. uh, Knights, Roosters. It wouldn't have shocked me. What what has shocked me is that you know there, there are a team that they almost relish this, and I've been surprised at their lack of reaction to where they are. You know, in mm. even last year, you know they really. It seems like every year, really, where they just go on this crazy run towards the end of the year. They might be a little bit inconsistent. And I've been quite surprised that just even their body language, they just looked tired. They didn't look up for it until the game was nearly over. And then they scored yeah. three tries in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, Which, well, when they, that's a reminder of their ability. Yeah. Isn't it? Like how quickly they can score points. And it's not the first time they've done that this year where they've scored, you know, there's been a flurry of tries at the end. But. Why Why do they allow it to get so late in the game and get behind in matches for them to react that way? Mm. What, what What's what's stopping them from coming out straight up in, early in the game and just going bang, bang, bang? All of a sudden, the opposition look up on the scoreboard. It's 18-0. You can almost put the opposition to bed if yeah. you can start a game like that. Yeah. Um, now, let's talk about some positives. The Newey Knights. Smithy, what's going on there? How good. How good is that? How good. Well, we touched on it briefly last week, didn't we, when we were doing our previews. Um, uh, you know, it, no team is a one-team, uh, a one-man team, but I, I think they're, they're really they're relishing the form of Kalen Ponga at the moment. Mm. Um, he's playing some outstanding footy. And, you know, again, I touched on this last week. He, he seems happy and content with where he's at with his football at the moment. Um, you know, he's back in his preferred position at number one. They just seem like a more settled footy side. And they're going after the game, you know what I mean? They're not, they're not, they're not the team we've seen in the early stages of this year where you, they turn up and it was almost like they they get out in the field and go right. What type of game is this going to be? Mm. How how yeah. is this particular opposition we're playing against? How are they going to play? Mm. You know, are they a little bit off or are they on? And then they'd sort of try and get going. Whereas now though, they they're just attacking the game. It, it's not about that. It's like they're not worrying about the opposition. They're just thinking about their own footy. Mm. They're just getting out there and going, right, we know our style that we want to play today. We know our game plan. Let's go and execute it. Yeah. And then they just, they've got some quality, um, you know, in their number one and, and in a couple of other key positions where they're just, they're, they're just got the, the cream at the top and they're finishing a lot of their, their movements that they've put together. What I reckon is a really key indicator of any side that, you know, can go on a run or is a quality side is when they have a DNA. And you look at a lot of these other clubs that are struggling and, you know, falling down the ladder or at the bottom of the ladder, and it's like, ask yourself, how do they play? Whether they win or they lose, how do they play? Now, you look at the Dolphins. You know, they've struggled a little bit, you know, mid-year, but you know how they play. And I think that's a a good foundation. Now, you look at the Knights. At the start of the year, as you said, how did they play? They were reactionary, whereas they come on the field now, and I, I see it as a still city type of footy, very aggressive, fight till the death until anything. I think their defense has been outstanding this year. Um, and almost like a working class team to a degree. You know, you look at their, mm-hmm. it's a solid roster, but it's it's a bit lesser than, you know, the top tier rosters. Now, Caelan Ponga is a superstar, but you look at their halves, Jackson Hastings and Tyson Gamble, battlers. Phoenix Crossan, battler. Um, Lachlan Fitzgibbon, battler. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of their players, and I think that's re- they've really tapped into their DNA. You look at the Broncos, they just attack, attack, attack. We are just going to basically... Score more points than you, regardless of how much you put on us. 
Um, yep. You look at Penrith. So I think that the good thing for the Knights is they finally found their DNA. It's just a matter of cultivating it and sticking to it. Yep. Well, do you think? Do you think the Knights are like talking about the Knights at the moment? They got the doggies this weekend, mm. and I think I think the doggies. I think it's a is it their strongest lineup that they've named all season? Yeah, I think so. Well, they got Luke Thompson back, kick out Marnie, uh, Sexton obviously in. So yeah. real, real interesting is game. Is it a danger game for them? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, mm. because. You know, the, the Bulldogs will be almost as a squad trying to send a message of, I believe anyway, this squad is a squad you should keep going forward. Mm. Um, so, like, if, if I'm a player in that squad, I'd be like, okay, let's put aside everything outside in regards to coaching and staffing and club. Boys, if we don't pull this together and play well, players are moving on. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, you know, we know Gus is, is ruthless in that regard, and you need mm. to be sometimes. And I think now for the Bulldogs – if if there was any semblance of oh well we've got all these injuries can't say it anymore so you better come out yeah. and prove that's not the case yeah no excuses mm. no excuses this weekend and and it's a case of you know coming up against a side who's in red hot form and they're confident they're playing at home it's going to be a huge it'll be a huge crowd um, for the Knights up in Newcastle and again I spoke about last week and it's that that type of situation for some clubs right now is let's let's just take some scalps. Mm. Let's just try and cause some disruption in this race to the finals. Well, look at Tigers you know, against the Raiders. That, yep, exactly that point, which you know they nearly come away with a, a miraculous win in the end. Um, but the, you know the Raiders hung on, but it's it's there, mate. It's a real thing. It mm. is a real thing. Yeah, you know, those teams that aren't in the hunt to play finals, like their 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 goal now is to try and play well and try and take some scalps um, while the opportunities are still there. Now. The Eels and the Cowboys. What do you reckon, Smithy? Wow. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Out of, out of all the teams, I think the Eels, they, they've got the toughest run. So, like, starts this week, of course. Friday night at the Gabba, they, they're taking on the Broncos, who are just... They, they're, they're playing as good as any team in the competition at the moment. I think Penrith are the most consistent footy side. You know exactly what you're going to get from them um, every game they play, but the Broncos they're playing they're playing a brand of footy, a style of footy that um, it it takes a lot to beat them. You you got to be up you got to be up for the fight, mm. um, and and I'm I'm not just talking you know bringing a good attitude to the game which you need to do every week. Like you got to be up for the physical battle. They are big and strong, fast and powerful. Mm. Right across the park, Kempi. Right across the park. Which, you know, the, when you look at some of the, the recent um, premiers over the last 10 years, like there's been a couple couple of those sides that are just, they've just out-muscled the opposition. Mm. Um, you know, talk, you know, I experienced one of them in, in 2018. The, the Roosters, they were just, they, they were just that much stronger and faster and more powerful. That's what it felt like anyway. It just felt that way. Yeah. Um, on the night, um, they were just a juggernaut. And it looks, it reminds me a little bit of watching Brisbane at the moment and just how big and strong they look compared to the opposition. Mm. Um, you know, so for Parramatta, it's a big one this weekend for them. They followed it up with the Roosters and then the Panthers. So it doesn't get any easier on the run in. But they finish with the bye. So <laughs> they could quite possibly come into that final week. Like, so they'll, they'll add the two points to their... Um, their position on the ladder, and it 
it, it could come down to a buy getting them into the top eight. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. But out of those two, to answer that question, mate, looking at looking at the Cowboys run, they've got the buy this a similar similar situation. They got the buy this week. Uh, then the Sharks, the Dolphins, and then they finish with Penrith. Now, the Penrith one is an interest, interesting one. If Penrith have wrapped up the minor premiership come the last round, I reckon they'll rest players again. Mm. I reckon they'll rest players. Yeah. So there's an opportunity there. Um, they'll be down. They'll be without Val Holmes still because he's got to see out the rest of the season um, with his suspension. But for them as well, mate, it could come down to that <laughs> that last game as well. But for for the for both of those sides, um, it's they just need to win. Mm. There's no other there's no other option about you know what needs to happen for the last three games that they're going to be playing. They they have to win all three. Yeah, I look at the Eels and I think that you know they they managed to keep you know obviously RCG Junior Paolo, um, you know key players like Mitchell Moses, Gutho, Brown. I do believe that. You know, I understand have losing Papali'i and even mm. Reed Marnie to a degree, to a degree, but I think that the the big mistake the Eels made this year was losing guys like Niakore, losing guys like Kofusi, that kind of that that next, I guess, step of first grader that comes off the bench and is if anyone gets injured like, you know, RCG or Bowler, those guys come in. Whereas I feel the Eels right now, they just that depth in the forwards, it's nowhere near as strong as it was uh, in the last couple of years. Yeah. And I think that's where they're really struggling. We saw on the weekend when RCG was out, you know, Junior was was great, but, you know... Yeah, it's hard to do it on your own. It's really hard to do it on your own. And, and that one-two punch. And so I just don't know if the Eels have got the roster this year to the forward pack at the moment. Now, if everyone was injury-free, if you had Sean Lane on the field, Madison, RCG... Mm-hmm. And everyone was firing, then maybe they would. But I just think the fact that they're missing, so, like they're slowly coming back each week. I don't know how yep. they're going to make it in. In regards to the Cowboys, man, what a what a bizarre year for the Cowboys. Started off yeah. terrible, and it's like, oh my god, we were so good last year. What happened? <laughs> then they yeah. go great, and it's like, oh my god, we're a premiership threat. It can't be they won six in a row. I know, and now it's like, oh my god, they might not even make the eight. <laughs> And that's the case of, like, yeah, how many times have we spoken about, like, the importance of banking wins early? Oh, mate. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, they, they their, their first 10 to 12 rounds were, were really ordinary, like, really ordinary. I think they, they won, like, four out of their first 10. Um, then they copped the hiding from the West Tigers. That was, the, that was almost, that was pretty much the turning point of their season. Then they went on, they lost the following week, but they played much better against Parramatta. And then they went on that six-game winning streak. Um. But, you know, like, they can be costly. If you start slow um, and you try to claw your way back, it's it's so hard to do. And then you get to the position now, like they're doing right now. Um, we're talking about these teams, you know, sitting, um, you know, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th. They're, mathem- they're mathematical chances, but you've got to rely on other results. Yeah. Which you just don't want to be doing. Like, you don't want to be... You know, having to think about your game and then worrying about a result as well, and and hopefully climb the ladder that way. Bank your wins early, get it, get in a very good position on the ladder coming into you know that representative period. You start losing players to injuries and niggles and all that sort of stuff, but you're in a great position to just try and manage the back end of the season. Well, speaking of you know winning games early, so the Rabbitohs have only won three games of their last ten. And they're still in the fight, yeah. which shows you that that early run, geez, it gives you some That's leeway. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, exactly, mate. It's incredible. It's incredible what that does for you when you're when you're up and you're prepared and you jump out of the blocks hard and fast in those early rounds. What it can do for your season. Now, Roosters. Uh, now, I think their four and against isn't great, but they actually are only one win outside the eight, which is just crazy to think. Yeah. Can I they know. make a run? Well, any anyone can, right? Anyone can, and you know, particularly the Roosters. Every every single person that has been asked about the Roosters that you know I've I've seen talk about the Roosters this year, you know, every one of them says, "Look at their lineup. Look at their roster. They've got a team that can play finals. They're they're a finals football side on paper. They just got to make it happen game day. Yeah, that's all it is. Now now no one no one knows apart from themselves, and and maybe maybe they don't even know. Maybe they're scratching their own heads, thinking like, "What's happened this year? Why have we not been able to just get get going?" Why have we not been able to put any type of consistent football together this entire season? Um, but if they do get it right, then they can win. They can win these. They they got the Dolphins, Eels, West Tigers, and then the huge one, which will be it, it's always massive. Um, you know, finishing with the Rabbitohs. Mm. So they can most definitely go on a run. And and the thing for them is that. They've got the Eels and the Rabbitohs as well who are sitting above them. So that, that can only enhance their chances. If they can beat those two teams, that will only enhance their chances of playing finals footy. Now, before we head to a break, got a text here. Uh, oh, man, I've, I've lost it now. It's, it's gone oh, no. gone away. But anyway, it was I think it's Jaden's 21st. He's a huge fan of bloke. Just wanted to say a happy birthday, mate, your 21st. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And uh, <laughs> stay safe, mate. Stay safe. And thanks for listening to the potty, mate. Appreciate it. After the break... We'll get into more rugby league, including our holy schnitz moments.